Welcome to the Youth Ministry in Motion podcast, the show designed to keep youth workers motivated and youth ministries moving forward. Now, here's your host, blogger, speaker, and lover of nerd stuff, Paul Turner. Welcome in, everybody. Welcome in. Happy Friday to everybody. Kind of excited about today because, well, it's Friday. What's not there to be excited about? And uh, it is a uh, very chilly 45 degrees here in the Magic City, uh, Birmingham, Alabama, from where I am podcasting from. And uh, I hope you're doing well today. I hope that you had a great week. I hope that uh, everything kind of uh, uh, fell into place for you and that God's blessing and favor was upon you this week. And uh, anyway... It's time for another great show today, I hope. Uh, got a lot of things planned here today, but before we get into everything today, I want to let you know that uh, today's episode is brought to you by me. Yes, me. I'm sponsoring my own show. Thank you very much. Uh, I want to tell you about, I want to tell you about uh, my store. You know, I don't talk a, lot, a whole ton about my stuff, but I do have a youth ministry store that if you're a youth worker who's looking for, uh, you know, some some things that are original, I think, um, a little bit of innovation maybe, or just just the fact that it's uh, the kind of material that you would probably design yourself if you had time to design it. So what I have done is I've taken that time that you would normally use for that, and I have designed it for you. So if you go to shop.thedisciplesproject.net, you will find a ton of resources there. Uh, right now, I think there's uh, 75, 78, something like that. Ton of free uh, samples, by the way, uh, that you can pick up there as well of, of, of all my sermon series, things like that. So you can kind of kick the tires a little bit on the um, on the uh, material. You can check it out, see if it's for your kids. Um, also, I, I just put up a brand new uh, resource called Soul Wars. And Soul Wars is about fighting uh, the battle within and helping your kids win the battle within. And so uh, I hope you'll check that out. It has, it's, it's Star Wars flavored. It has some Star Wars flavor to it. So if you're into that, I think your kids will get into it. You can use it. It has four weeks. It's four weeks of uh, sermons. Four weeks of presentations, uh, four weeks of small groups, uh, small group questions you can use along with the material. Uh, it has uh, game ideas. It has um, all kinds of stuff in it. It's got gra- graphics, you know, it's got graphics for, um, you know, just general graphics. Like if you want to make t-shirts, stuff like that. Uh, but it also has uh, graphics that I've made for you as a, as a little starter uh, to kind of get it going for you as far as Instagram and Twitter and Facebook posts, so you can start posting about it if you want to start advertising uh, the series that's coming up with your kids and let people know in your community that you have something going on right there at your local church there. So I hope you'll check it out. I hope you go to shop.thedisciplesproject.net. Check out the resources and especially uh, check out Soul Wars um, and about helping kids win the fight within. And um, they can do it. They can do it. So anyway, guys, so I'm going to go ahead and we're going to start the show today uh, with a article from Relevant Magazine. And it's the Before Your 40 Bucket List, 20 Things Everyone Should Do Before They Turn 40. And it's by uh, Jesse Carey uh, at Relevant Magazine there. And um, I think this bucket list is a great bucket list. I don't necessarily agree that you have to do it before you're 40. I don't think think if you do any of these things after 40, uh, it's going to be terrible. Uh, Yeah, I think, you know, I, I just don't think there's an age limit on some of this stuff, but... I can see why 
uh, he would put some of those in there because you're you're trying to figure things out. They're great life testers. They're great ways to figure out whether or not you're good at something or whether you could, you know, uh, just for the sheer enjoyment for it. Because I know that, you know, now look, since I'm, I'm over 40, so, uh, you know, I know the chances diminish that I will do some of these things. But I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I try to seek these things out too. I try to look for interesting things. So, let me bring to you some of the things. If you're under the age of 40, fantastic. If you're over the age of 40, you can still do some of these things. So let me just discount. Don't, don't, don't tune out just because you're over 40, okay? We're not dead, all right? We're, we're just slightly dying, okay? So don't, don't tune out if you're over 40 because some of these things we can still do, I promise you. All right, so some of the things that, uh, that Jesse recommends in this article, read the entire Bible uh, cover to cover. And I, I've done that. Uh, I did it a lot in my younger days, uh, and I continue to read through the scriptures. Uh, but I think reading the I think a well-educated, I think if you have a firm basis of scripture, if you have a great foundation of scripture, everything, I think life just pops around you. So that's just kind of my take on that. But yes, read the Bible cover to cover, and, and things will start to, I think, pop in life and in pop culture. Uh, you'll get references. You'll go, okay, that's where they're coming from, things like that. Um, see, see your favorite band at least once. I have not seen... Now, see, I'm retro, so I'm like... I've seen a lot of great bands, um, but now I'm trying to catch some of these bands before they go away. Like, I want to see Springsteen in concert. I want to see U2. Uh, you know, just some just some bands that you know that you're not going to be around forever, and you, you, know, you will wish that you had seen them. So go see your favorite band at least once. Just go do that. Run a marathon or some kind of endurance race. Now, I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm not a big fan of running. In fact, they say, you know, if you see me running, uh, you should run too because I'm not normally running anything. Uh, but I have run a 5K before. Uh, I have... Um, you know, I have a student in my youth ministry who loves these uh, Spartan challenges, right? And I'm trying to find some time to do one of these with him. So I'm going to do that. Uh, these these um, these mud runs, these uh, Ironman type of things. I like those. Those are not super long, but they're 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 testing. You know, they test you. Uh, watch every film on the AFI. And I think that's the American Film Institute uh, top 100. Definitely, there's some movies you should see. They have listed here ones like Rocky, um, Forrest Gump, Star Wars. I'm amazed at how many people have not seen Star Wars. What is wrong with you people? What have you you have not seen Star Wars? I mean, any of them. Get busy. What are you doing? Uh, I know you're you're busy reading the Bible cover to cover. I understand. Uh, Jaws, uh, you know, movies like that, and then even you know just deeper, deeper things like you know. Uh, Hitchcock movies, stuff like that. Uh, pick a country and go visit. Pick a country and go visit. Uh, I have the benefit of being in the ministry and being a, a youth pastor is I get to do mission trips every year. This year we're going to Costa Rica with our youth group. So definitely go pick a uh, pick a country. Go visit. Speak a second language. I am well beyond that. I think for me, I, I don't think that's going to happen for me. I, I know very little. But yes, I encourage you that if you're under the age of 40 and your brain still works um, and you have a, uh, you can, you now I'm not saying you can't learn anything after 40. I'm just saying that your need to learn things after 40 <laughs> tends to diminish. So uh, write a letter to at least five people who have most impacted your life. Now, I, I really, really like that. I, I try to mention people in my podcast or writings, things like my old youth pastors. 
but I don't know if I've officially written them letters. Uh, and I would say this, you know, some of you may write an email and that's fine, but maybe even go one step further and actually write physically with your hand, uh, a, a pen in your hand and on paper and actually send a letter written. That would be pretty impressive. I think your, your mentors would appreciate that. Uh, let's see some other things on here. Watch every season of a few great TV shows. Yeah, Absolutely. Got to watch it. You don't pick up, pick something you haven't seen and and watch two or three, four episodes of that. Uh, give away something really expensive. Wow. Maybe it's, uh, you know, give just, you know, find, find a way to say, look, what can I do for somebody else? Maybe somebody's trying to go on a mission trip and you want to make a nice donation to them or something like that. You know, that'd be really good. Or... You know, give away expensive stuff uh, during Christmas time, you know, to people who are in need. Uh, I love, um, you know, when the Lord leads me to, I love to give big tips. I just say, look, randomly, just look, here's, and they'll say, well, is that too much? No, it's not too much. It's fine. You go ahead and go with that. And I find great joy in doing things like that. Make amends with any enemies. Definitely, definitely want to do that because you tend to spread out as you get older and you don't get in touch with people and distance and those things. Um, Apply for your dream job. Uh, that's definitely one you want to do that. If you're working your dream job, if you're, if you're a youth pastor, of course, you're working your dream job. Isn't that right? Come on, stop laughing. Stop laughing. It's not funny. You're working your dream job, right? Uh, take the stage alone. This is a really good one. Uh, preach a sermon, try to stand up comedy, uh, deliver a Ted-like lecture talk somewhere. Um, you know, take the stage, you know, get up. If you've never done that before, do that now. Get up there while, you know, they say fail early and fail often. And so what if it, if, it, if it goes totally awry? Who cares? You have a great story. Um, and, you know, let's see, uh, learn to play an instrument. You know, find something there. I'm, I used to play guitar when I was younger. Uh, I have almost lost all that ability to do that, but at least I tried. I gave it a good shot. I actually, you know, was the actual uh, worship leader of this little small band uh, that we had at one church. And um, you know what? I was terrible. <laughs> we were terrible. <laughs> but we took that uh, make a joyful noise thing really seriously because it was noise. But you know what? It was worth it. It was worth trying, and it was worth doing it. So those are just some of the things there on the Before Your 40 bucket list. I hope you'll check it out over there at Relevant. There'll be a link in the show notes. Um, And uh, go check that out. It's just uh, good stuff there. You know, think about those things. Let me know if you tried to do any of those things. I'd be interested uh, if any of those that you think, yeah, that's what I need to do. So, well, hey, I want to get into the meat of today, if you will, uh, and that is... uh, Areas of your youth ministry, and this is applies to me too, uh, obviously, because that's what I was thinking about too. I work with a, a group of guys, uh, the 16 and 16 is a um, uh, Facebook group uh, where uh, I have right now 12, I believe, uh, youth ministries that are under 16. They, have, they, they usually they have under 16 students every week. And they are trying to grow by 16. Now, listen, I don't have, I don't have under 16 kids, but I am trying to add 16 students in 2016. By the way, if you're interested in that, I'll put a little link down below where you uh, can check that out. And if that's if you that's you and you have a youth group under 16, or you simply say, "Look, I just want to add 16 students to my youth ministry," uh, maybe you come join us and uh, check it out, see what's happening. So, let me give you the five. Uh, 
the five areas that I don't think we're doing a very good job of maximizing uh, in our in our youth programs because, and I guess I speak from personal experience in doing this, so I'm not pointing fingers. I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm saying, look, let's ask a few more questions about the areas of our ministry that we are not maximizing. Uh, and I would say this, programs. Um, the first thing is I'd say programs because I don't think we, I think everybody, you know, this is, I don't know about you, but we meet for 90 minutes. 90 minutes. Now, 90 minutes is a good stretch of time. And I know we try to, you know, I just always wonder about myself is how much of that time is fluff and how much of that time is maximizing that time. And so right now we're in small groups. So I think we're, uh, there's not a lot of fluff time. If there's any fluff time, it's probably the announcements. And so when we look at our programs, you know, that we're, when we're trying to grow or we're trying to disciple or we're trying to do some things, I don't know if we're maximizing our program potential, not only in the Wednesday night meeting, maybe, but also the fact that we're maybe not starting some new things. And I'm always asking myself, when is it time to start something new? You know, not, in, I'm talking about in addition to. So if I'm saying, look, I, I could start a Sunday night guys Bible study, or I could start a, a uh, Thursday night worship thing. Um, I just don't know, if, at least for me, and maybe you, you're asking the same thing. You know, how can I maximize? How can I maximize my programs? How can I maximize some of these things? And and I, I think you have to look and say, well, what am I doing with my program? Am I really maximizing all my time? Am I maximizing? Uh, you know, how much of it is fluff, and how much of it is is really helping students find the Lord. How much of it, look, and I'm not saying, I'm not poo-pooing games or anything like that, so don't don't freak out over that. I'm just saying, but you know, the games are a part of it. You got to have some games, but then there's other things maybe that we're not maximizing. I don't know. That's in, whether that's prayer time or whether that's, uh, you know, altar time where, you know, I try to maximize that as much as I can um, and, you know, use that time where kids are really trying to you know, dig in deep with the Lord and uh, and go from there. So, and I, you know, think about your you know your worship time. You know, how long is your worship time? Maybe maybe extending it. I mean, we just had a young man get up in our youth group and talk about. He testified. He should have shared it last week, and he didn't come up and do it. But he shared it this week. He says, "Man, we could do so much better <clears throat> during our worship time." He says, "We could we could offer God so much more." And I just thought, man, that is blowing my mind. And I said, you know what? That just tells me this: they're hungry for more worship. And I'm not giving them enough opportunity to worship God. So I got to fix that. That's a program thing on me. Uh, and I said, look, next couple of weeks, we're going to extend our worship time. So get your put your seatbelt on, people, because <laughs> it's about to happen. Um, some other areas that we can look at at maximizing is our social media. Now, I know that if you're probably under the age of, if you're listening to this, you maybe you're under the age of, I'll say 25, or maybe under the age of 30, uh, you might be maximizing it. But if you're over the age of 30, you may or may not be maximizing it. I know for myself, uh, I use every opportunity. I, I mean, look, I am bent on trying new stuff. I'm usually ahead of the curve. Uh, with my students, uh, and I'm usually I'm, I'm not using stuff. I <laughs> I try to get my kids to use stuff that I think are is good. Trying to use the stuff my kids use sometimes is like you know just uh, I, I can't get into it. So I'm trying to find a fair medium. But but I know I'm not maximizing. Like for example, I mean I'm using uh, things like Snapchat. I'm using things like. Uh, you know, all the the massive, all the social medias, all that kind of stuff. But I'm also looking for, I'm just trying to maximize the stuff that I can use. Like examples with um, 
uh, you know, with Snapchat, I'm, um, I'm not super proficient at it yet. I'm, I'm working on it. I don't know how to use it yet in the sense of reaching students. I want to, I want to, you know, in, in encouraging the students we have. And so I'm trying to do these little scripture snaps. I did one yesterday, do one today. And, uh, and just, you know, you only have so much time. So you got to pick short scriptures. You can't preach on it, but I'm always looking for ways to maximize my social media reach. How can I reach more kids and how can I get the kids that I do have to go a little bit deeper? And so I don't know about you, but maybe you, maybe there's ways you could find to use social media better, whether it's Instagram, you know, you got to find out what your kids are using and then go there. Right. And, uh, and a lot of my kids are on Snapchat, not a ton. I'm not reading, I'm not reaching a ton of kids on Facebook. I'm not even necessarily reaching a ton of kids on Instagram. I'm reaching a fair amount, but if I'm going to reach the kids that I have right now, I'm going to reach them on Snapchat. So I'm trying to maximize my efforts and figure out Snapchat as a tool to both reach and to dig a little bit deeper with our kids. So um, we can always find better ways to reuse our social media, whether that's in responding or promoting or discipleship or things like that. So I'm always looking for those kind of things. The third area that we can maximize is our preaching. And if we're honest, you know, we're not all the best communicators. I'm not the best communicator. I'm not like whatever. But I, but I do sense that, uh, that if I'm not maximizing the time that I have with my students, I mean, I, I try to, uh, you know, there was a time when I thought I had to fill that space by being funny. And I'm, you know, the older I get, I'm, I'm, I'm just sensing in my own heart. It's like, look, I can be funny. I can be funny anytime. I can be funny before youth group or after youth group, but I don't have to, I don't have to totally sell the message by just using humor or anything like that. Or even the fact that too, is that sometimes I'm just cutting things out. I'm just cutting straight to the, straight to the meat of the, of the deal. And I think our kids appreciate that, that to some degree. I don't have to do as much lead in. I don't have to do as much you know, uh, softening them up, so to speak. I think they like to get to it. And, uh, and I think in the mix, God finds the funny moments for me and allows me to have that moment. But then I, I try to quickly move on. So I'm trying to maximize my preach. I'm trying to figure out how I can use that. And I usually, I don't know about you, but I usually about do about 15 to 20 minutes is a normal. Now, normally, sometimes too, I will go over, I will go 25 or 30 um, if, if I have the space to do it, but I, I always have to think about how can I maximize this time? You know, not every message is a great message, guys. I, I think you'd agree with that. If you looked over your messages and I look over my messages, they're not, they're not all winners. They're not all solid gold nuggets. In fact, you would probably have to scrape, you know, take your last 10 messages and figure out your best lines or, or your best points. And I think we could make one nugget together. Okay. So, I know we honor the craft of preaching, but I think we have to maximize our time in that. We have 15 to 20 minutes to, to say something important, but not only that, we have to use that 15 to 20 minutes to, by the end of it, engage our students and let the Holy Spirit engage our students into life change, into, making, into moving the dial a little bit. This says, look, I'm willing to trust God more this week than I did last week. You know, all the problems that I walked into this room with, I don't want to walk out with. And so, you know, it's it's a combination of information and then, uh, uh, but, you know, it's like 10% information, 80% transformation, right? I want to see the Word of God do something. Uh, I don't grade on my preaching. I grade on on what is God doing at the moment. 
and how is that word transforming the people who are listening to it? And uh, and so that's just my take. That's me. You you can disagree with me. That's fine. But um, but I think preaching is an important part. Is a critically important part of of the youth program. But uh, I'm also not going to just blabber on and and waste their time. I really really I think that's probably you know, maybe age and experiences is for me for that. I just have to look back and go, yeah, I don't think I use my time as wise as I could during that time. So I got to maximize my preaching time and I got to figure out how to be a better communicator to do these things. Uh, The fifth thing, fourth thing, excuse me, is outreach. You know, when I say outreach, I, I mean evangelism, I mean connecting with kids, I mean finding different ways to do this. And so, you know, I, I think sometimes, you know, we, we trust our kids to bring friends. We, we, you know, we pile on their kids sometimes to say, Hey, why don't you bring your friends? Hey, why don't you, why don't you come? Why don't you do this thing? And I think it's a matter of saying, listen, you know, that we need to be better designers of outreach of what that means. There's the two ways, right? There's the come and see, and then there's the go and do. Uh, and I try not to beat up on my kids on the, on the come and see part, right? I, 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 you know, I just try to uh, encourage them to say, look, bring your friends. Yes, bring your friends. But I'd rather uh, do the go and do part. Like example, we're going to do our, our Blitz program, our tribes program this year, uh, during the school year. And we're going to do, uh, you know, during it, during, not during, during the summer, but we're going to do it during the spring here. And that's a come and see. But the first night we're going to do it is we're going to take it and go to the local park and do our first night there. And I just think that's so important for our kids to understand that, that we're, that we're going to do, start doing some things, dangerous things. If you listen to some previous uh, podcasts here, two podcasts ago, I talked about being a dangerous youth ministry. Well, I want to be dangerous. I want to put our kids in a position where God can move and we're going to go to the local park. And if teenagers are hanging out at the local park at our usual youth meeting time, then we're going to invite them just to be a part and come play some games, have some hamburgers or hot dogs and chill with us and, uh, and just do a better job of doing outreach and not just doing stuff within the four walls. Um, but doing a better job of planning overall an outreach strategy to put our kids in a position where they can where they can connect with people in our community to do that. Hopefully, tribes will be one of those things that will do that. But I'm always trying to you know figure out how to do that, how to how to do outreaches that. And so are you, right? You're trying to figure out what connects, what works, and that's a and that's a thing. Um, so yeah, outreach. And the fifth and final thing is this, as part of the the meat segment here. Is uh, is relationships maximizing relationships? You know, there's uh, adult leaders that there's adults. Uh, let me break it down this way: I can always do a better job of working with my current adult leadership. I I'm, I don't know if I'm maximizing my team's uh, responsibilities, maximizing their time. I want them to feel fulfilled when they show up. That they have roles, responsibilities, and duties that matter, uh, that are within their callings, within their giftings. And so I'm always trying to figure out how to maximize those relationships from that point. I'm also trying to figure out how to maximize it from uh, my personal relationship with them, whether that's going to lunch with them more, um, finding those opportunities to hang and meet, um, to do something socially. So I'm really, I'll be honest with you, I'm not very good at that sometimes. I mean, we have our meetings and things like that, and those are social in a sense. Uh, but I don't do a ton of social things outside of that. That could be due to, uh, you know just uh, time constraints and things like that. Or maybe we just don't, you know, like all the same things, which is cool too. But I, I always got to find a way to maximize those relationships. How, who am I, who am I not paying attention to right now that I need to be paying attention to right now? That's with adults. That's with students. Uh, that's with people in my church. How am I maximizing these relationships that I have? How can I, how can I better connect with people so they understand 
the mission and the calling of this youth ministry and how they can uh, how they can help participate in it to reach more kids and that's really my my goal there is to maximize my relationships with people I don't think I'm doing a very good job all the time at that at all levels with adults that are on our team students in our ministry and adults in the church which I think are the three core when I say adults in the church I'm also about parents you know, there's some parents I need to connect with that uh, that I could do a better job with that as well. So, and, and you know what? I think we're all that way. I think if you go through this little list here, by the way, if you, I'm going to do a little um, uh, a little sheet here that I, I try to do, a little uh, uh, cheat sheet, if you will, that I send out to my Fresh Impact um, newsletter subscribers. So if you're looking for this in some sort of little form, it's something you can work on for yourself. I'm going to come up with some good questions, uh, fill in the blank stuff. And if you want that, you can go to the Disciple Project net and sign up for um, the Fresh Impact Newsletter. I'd love you to be a part. I'd love to be able to send you some material, and I send out the show notes and some bonus stuff to um, to the Impact Newsletter crew. So if you're part of that, thank you for being a part. If you're not a part yet, I hope that you will do that. So that closes our uh, time uh, of the main segment there of the stuff that I really wanted to share as far as, you know, moving, this is the moving your youth ministry forward part, right? This is where uh, I want your youth ministry uh, to really uh, gain traction. And I think the decisions you'll make today in those areas can can move the needle a little bit, can, can get your, you know, provide the enthusiasm or excitement or, <coughs> excuse me, uh, to be able to do that. And so I hope you hope those will be helpful to you. I hope that you uh, enjoyed those. But it's time to move on now to some stuff that I am nerding out about currently. Uh, some things that I am nerding out about is uh, I'm still enjoying, I'll be honest with you, some of these things you're saying, Paul, you're, you, you, there's nothing new here. And I wish there was something new in regards to that, but I'm still messing around with Anchor. Anchor is becoming a great tool. It is basically like an audio Twitter. If you go to the... Um, uh, app store on your iPhone or Android, I think you can find anchor and it's where you can ask questions. In fact, I have a, a article up on my blog at the discipleproject.net where I talk about some ways that I'm thinking about using this with our college career. I'm testing some things, uh, with them, but ways you can use this in your church where you can ask a question and people can respond with uh, audio answers. And, um, and so Anchor is just, I'm getting, I'm getting good feedback. I'm getting good, uh, you know, I'm connecting at different levels with different kinds of people. So I'm enjoying answering questions that is just for engagement purposes. Uh, I'm using it for if you're a blogger or uh, things like that, you can use these, uh, you can embed them, you can share them, you can uh, send them to people, you can email these whole little kind of back and forth conversations where they become content for uh, your message or for a blog post or for something that you put on Facebook, uh, you know, try it out. I mean, look, I mean, I, like I said, I'm enjoying it. Doesn't mean you'll enjoy it, but I am enjoying it. That's something I'm nerding out about because of the people I'm connecting with. I'm getting good information. I'm getting good, building good relationships. I'm building good, um, you know, just a, just a, a good, um, I don't know, a good uh, something or other, you know, <laughs> I'm just building, I'm just building good stuff. Okay. Uh, out of it. And I think I'm getting a lot out of it. Um, probably the second thing too, I only have two things today, but I'm really, I, I am nerding out about Snapchat. I know I talked about Snapchat and the social media part there up top, but, um, but I am nerding out about it because I'm trying to maximize it. I mean, look, if I'm going to be on there, 
folks, if I'm going to be on that, I want to maximize. I don't want to be, I don't want to do cheap stuff. I don't want to be whatever. I really want to use it for what it's designed for, which is really, um, you know, kind of like just showing, you know, parts of your life or things like that. I took a picture of me, you know, folding my laundry. I know that's exciting, but people like to be to look, listen, 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 if we're honest, okay. <laughs> we watch our kids snaps. We're just sitting here going, listen, folding laundry, I know is like super boring, but that's welcome to my life, I guess. And I, you got to be authentic. Okay. If it was like a, if it was like me at like, I don't know, a Drake concert, I don't, the kids wouldn't believe me. It would, they think I was faking it. So it wouldn't matter. So yes, for me as the uh, youth pastor, me folding my laundry is like super uh, boring, uh, but it's a part of my life. So I'm, I'm folding laundry. That's what, that's what us old guys do. We fold our laundry. So that's what Snapchat is used for, for guys over 40. I need to go back to that bucket list. That's what needs to happen. I need to go back to the bucket list and I need to do some new things and then snap that, right? That's what I need to do. But I am, I'm figuring out how to, uh, add, you know, and create stories and mail out and, and, and get, try to connect with the people I need to connect with. And, I'm taking a little course, uh, I think, on Snapchat. I'm going to figure out some better ways to do that because I want to maximize it. I want to be able to really say, look, that I'm going to be decent. If I'm going to be on social media, I want to be good at it. I don't want to be sorry at it. I'll tend to leave it alone. If I can't be good at it, I really just don't want to do it. I just I just don't want to be sorry at it, okay? So that's just kind of me. I don't know how you feel about that, but you know, develop a plan and a strategy for your social media and then work that out. So, um and so, uh, guys, today, uh, that's what I'm nerding out about. Uh, a little bit of motivation, if I can leave you guys with just a little bit here. Uh, and it's a quote from Getty Lee of the uh, rock band Rush. And if you're not a fan of Rush, I'm terribly sorry. Go listen to Tom Sawyer right now. Just pause this, listen to Tom Sawyer, and come back to me and tell me that's not one of the great rock and roll songs of the 21st and 20th century. Uh, but um, Getty Lee says this, and it's about maximizing. He says, rock and roll does have its limits as far as the aging process. You want to go out there and play while you're at your peak, right? I think that's encouraging to us to keep going out on the road, to maximize the playing at the moment. And I just thought that was just such a cool quote because uh, these guys, you know, were, they're, they're, you know, categorized as aging rockers, right? They're older, but man, they're still killing it. They're still crushing it. And so for me, they, when they go on tour and do things like that, I, I mean, it encourages me to maximize my moments, right? To go and say, look, this is my time and my season. Do everything you can at this moment to maximize, right? And so what I'm talking, I mean, it goes along with today that we, there's things, you know, that I want to be the, 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 to maximize the time I have, whether that's preaching, whether that's outreach, relationships, social media, praying uh, programs uh, and praying. But, uh, you know, I want to be able to use that time in a way that uh, is going to honor the Lord. It's going to, um, uh, it's going to bless him that I use the life I had in a way that was just glorifying him. And, uh, I, you know, I want to be able to, like he says here, like Gary Lee says, I think that's encouraging us to keep going on the road to maximize playing at the moment. That's the deal, playing at the moment. So whatever your moment is right now, don't take it for granted. It'll be gone soon enough. Maxim, take your day today. figure out how do I maximize these things in my life? How do I get squeeze all the juice out of it today? And uh, because you know what, guys, you know, there'll be a time and a season, possibly, for me. 
that I will not be a full-time youth pastor forever. You know, that's just uh, that season may come for me. Now, look, I know there's all kinds of possibilities. I weigh those things all the time. Um, you know, I'm pushing 50. That's no, that look, there's some great youth workers that are 50 and above. I just want to say that for me. Now, I thought I was, I'll be honest with you, I thought I was done at 40. I thought that's it. I can't do this anymore. I can't, 40 years old. Come on, man. I'm going through midlife crisis or whatever I was going through. I just said, I just, I don't know if I can do this, but let me tell you something. Uh, the Lord, uh, corrected me and said, no, I pretty sure Paul, that you're going to go and stay and be a youth pastor for a little bit longer. And so this is the part of the show where we've already kept your youth ministry moving forward, but this is the time where you stay motivated. And my encouragement to you is don't take today for granted maximize every moment, maximize, enjoy, take a breath when you're talking to that teenager, that middle school boy, take a breath in the back of your mind and go, this is awesome. This is an awesome moment. You know, with my middle school students this past week, uh, we shot uh, airsoft guns as part of our lessons on taking aim in life. And what is our aim in life? And and I just maximized the moment. I just took a, you know, took a picture and uh, sat with these guys and said, look, this moment's not going to happen again. Uh, with these kids. And I just kind of took a breath and said, look, this is kind of awesome that I'm still at my age hanging around with middle school students and, uh, and teaching them about the Lord and building relationships and watching them grow. And so uh, it was cool. It was a cool deal. So, and that's all the time we have today for today's show. I want to thank you for listening today. Thank you for being a part. I hope you are feeling motivated. I hope that you. Uh, I hope that you're motivated to go and rate and review this podcast. Would you do that for me? Would you just take a moment and listen? If you enjoyed this show or any of the other uh, shows that I've done, uh, would you please take the time? If you think this is this podcast is worth being listened to, you think other youth workers should listen to it, feel free to share it. Uh, but if you rate and review it. That will help iTunes be able to push this up in the rankings uh, amongst podcasts in the uh, religious and spirituality place there so that other youth workers can find it. And uh, I want to thank you guys for listening. And uh, until next time, uh, you guys, this show is all about keeping you motivated and moving your youth ministry forward. And I hope both of that, both of those things happen today. So anyway, guys, have a great day and I'll see you guys next time.